So hello there and welcome back to the second episode of the Boost, Composites and Time Attack podcast. The podcast which is catering towards the club level time attack racer and track day enthusiasts. With your hosts, myself, Eden, aka Gizfab and Ilya aka Rusky World Fab. This podcast is something that we are truly passionate about and I hope you enjoy listening to it. I'm sure you can all agree that the audio in the first episode wasn't really up to par so you'd be pleased to learn that we have invested in some new microphones and an audio mixer so the audio in this podcast is improved albeit not perfect we are still learning and the audio will improve as we go along so yeah i want to thank you once again for tuning in and enjoy the show so welcome to the second episode in the boost composites and time attack podcast and uh, as you can see here we've uh, managed to find a another subject uh, another victim another victim for the podcast and uh, yeah we'll introduce him this is Andy Gray um, who's been competing in Time Attack numbers this year, and uh, yeah, we've had a pretty good season this year, haven't we? It's just it's just ended, and uh, so yeah, how did your season go this year? No complaints from me. It's been pretty f- flawless, I guess. You know, I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, I'm glad round one and two were at Cadwell, a circuit I knew because I didn't really know the format, the scrutineering. Going and 15 minute sessions of timing. I thought I need to behave. I'm now on an official event. I need to calm down, and everyone else is flying around around me. And I thought, well, hold on a minute. I need to go a bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. So, uh, yeah, it, it was it was a good season. Um, to say I wasn't going to do it at all. I was only going to do Cadwell, and then yours truly said, do a full season, get on with it. And I did a full season, and I'm glad I did. I've met some strange people. Some awesome people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, Cadwell this year, um, obviously for us, it's 20 minutes away from here. So we're pretty blessed to have the best circuit, uh, in my opinion, on the calendar. The best circuit. On our doorstep. And, well, that's uh, questionable to be nah, honest it's not with you. Questionable. I mean, Alton no. Park, I absolutely love it. But uh, I, I don't know. Brands Hatch and Alton Park definitely have a... Oh, oh I'll mind. agree with you on part, but Brands Hatch We we actually jumping slightly forward. Um, Andy. Yes. Who, who are you? In, in a sense. <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Who, are you? who the hell are you? Uh, 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 I said, what do you do for a living? How how come you pick this? The, well, basically the most expensive hobby there is. Um, what do you do for a living? What's I'm a fabricator. I build cars and bits of cars. Uh, so it, it kind of makes sense to compete in something where I can make it, use it, test it, destroy it, see if it's any good in one of the most competitive paddocks there is. So, yeah, fabricator. Yeah. Okay. So um, what's your weapon of choice? This year was the S14, uh, good old 200SX uh, with the ever reliable I won't have it any other way I won't listen to anybody who says it isn't ever reliable SR20 um, even though everyone said it's the SR20 DED because they're normally dead okay. this one was not dead it was indeed fine all year with its 140 PSI of compression and it's uh, Wu-Tang war whistle attached so yeah 200SX picture here 
picture here of... Those of you who don't know. Yeah, and I, I will put the picture. <laughs> I didn't put it in the previous one. Well, it was a pile. It's yeah, practice. it's practice. We'll improve. If you, if you see, I keep looking at the camera. I'm stop stop looking at the camera. I've been told not to look at the camera. So, stop looking at the camera. Um, as you can see, we, we've uh, improved our game. Literally on the second podcast. We already have professional gear in place. I have no idea how to use it, and I keep looking at the camera. Stop looking at the camera. Yes. Okay. So, um, just going back to the spec list there, um, Wu Tang War Whistle, that would indicate that's a bit of a budget build. Just a bit, yeah. It's, um, it's certainly uh, not at the sharp end. It was uh, a grand total of £102 from the Golden Shores of China. I have to ask Wu Tang. Wu Tang War Whistle. What is it? Um, Chinese Turbo. It's just basically an abbreviation for a Chinese Jeep mm. knockoff turbo. Oh, Wu Tang War Whistle. All right. In, in this in this day and age, they are you know they they would identify as a Garrett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Co- coincidentally, after I mine mine decided to uh, shit itself, at Alton, um, and I needed the exact same turbo, which Eden happened to have in the cabinet, and said. Here you go, bolt this on. It did say, I identify as a Garrett on the press call. I identify as a Garrett on there. So it was a running joke in the workshop for a while. It's true, it identifies How long did it last? A year and a half, actually. Oh, that's good for a a year and a, Yeah, a year and a half of abuse, because the yeah. only time I do use that car is when it's getting hammered. There's no gentle driving. No, the only gentle driving is from where it's parked to the entrance of the circuit, and then just gets nailed. That's, that's the way Constantly. The way it yeah. should be done. Yeah, the way it be. yeah, it's 100%. Especially on the competition car. If it's your daily that you kind of truck or whatever, because in Time Attack we have quite a few people who, not so much this year, but at least uh, last year, they would drive to the truck and then, you know, obviously compete and then drive the same car back. And actually Dave from the um, from a podcast last week, he was saying that, that, that that's what he did in the beginning. And as appealing as it is, you can't possibly. My spine can take it. No. Always in the back of your mind, you're like, I must drive home in something. So you, you'll never send I it. I mean, so. e- even though we're not door to door racing, what we're doing in time attack, there's still that one, you know, uncertainty. Which unfortunately Jay found out at Snetterton. Yeah, bless his heart. Yeah. To Jay about that in, in the future. And. Jay at one, I think Jay started season driving the kart circuit, and then he got to a point where he started to trailer it, and just just as well, really, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I couldn't think of anything worse being that far away from home with with no way to get the car back. Um, so yeah, very very important that uh, accidents are reduced, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And your headlights are on. And the headlights are on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it still hurts. Are we getting Simon on the podcast? Are we going yeah, to yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, we've, we've, we've got a list of people who uh, mm-hmm. want to come on the podcast. He needs to come and explain. Yeah, come and explain. I, I want to hear what he has to say in front of the camera. Yeah. There was an obvious yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Fuck around, find out. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I said before, totally, well, no, I can't say totally my fault, but I accept responsibility. I didn't have the lights on. According to the rules, he sold me as on a cooldown lab, which I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. It's, he, it's okay. He, he moved you out of the way. I know. Gently and gracefully. And, and, yeah, and he carried on. He completed the lab. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. See? There you go. No harm, no foul. I'm not <laughs> Absolutely not, yeah. No. Um, so, back to the, the season at hand. Obviously, you come away 2023 
classical retro champion of the yes, year. Yes, I did. Uh, Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, well deserved. Um, it's been a great... Um, so for those who don't know, um, me and Andy were both in the same class this year, classic retro. Yep. Uh, myself with the, uh, the spicy micro above your head. And um, bless its heart. Rest Hero. in peace. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we couldn't have two cars which are completely nope. opposite ends of the spectrum, nope. literally battling for tenths of seconds at some yeah. point throughout yeah, the year. Yeah, it's fantastic. I I have to say the the, the final round at Snetterton that was just sublime because when when your engine let go, you were leading, you were the front. Mm. Yeah, and I'm looking at like, good margin as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like nothing, and I'm like, yes, yes, and then literally you you beat him on last lap or something like that. Oh, was that, was that a Donington? That was a Donington. Oh, yeah, yeah. Donington. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, come on, come on, you first, and then you beat him. Like, oh. Yeah, there was, yeah, a, yeah, I don't well, know. We had a string of yellow flags. Um, yeah. Because obviously we had, you, you pulled off circuit because of your engine issue, and then uh, someone was in the gravel. It wasn't Johnny Fletcher. No, I think it was um, Jonathan James and the impressor, as per usual. <laughs> yeah. Hi, James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was someone in the ground. It was like a, a series of like yellow flags for two or three laps coming towards the end of the final. And I remember seeing the yellow flag and everyone was moved over to the right-hand side. And I thought, do I go past? Don't I go past? So I went past kind of gingerly. And I thought, well, if I'm going to get told off, I'm going to get told off for doing it at least quickly. So I thought, well, I'll just go flying past you lot and go set a quick lap. And it happened to be the very last lap of the session. I cut two seconds off my time and it pipped you yeah, just, for the win. Well, so I, I'll I, take the, that. the micro wasn't borrowed time at Dollington. It was. Um, I'm surprised it actually survived that day with the engine. Obviously, now, obviously, we're further down the road and we took the engine out and we know what condition the engine was in. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Real it's even hero. more sort of. Uh, fuck me, I'm surprised it actually. <laughs> yeah, it did. With his bent rod and it's lifted well, head. And rods and the head bolts that weren't even tight, it did stretch that much. Um, so yeah, 2023 champion. Um, well, obviously, your high would have been being a champion in classical retro class year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can't say you've got any lows that I can sort of think of. Um, I can sort of think of what well, Alton Park, which would probably be oh. a lowest moment. Um, uh. But other than that, I can't really think of any sort of issues that you've had this year. That's actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, your car was remarkably yeah, it's, solid. It, yeah, yeah. completely. It was never, flawless, absolutely yeah. flawless. For a car that everyone told me would die immediately as soon as I started leaning on because it's an SR20 and... And S14s don't do track work. They're a drift car. And did, should be did we ask you about uh, the car spec yet? Or? Uh, we're stri- no. Yeah, no, we've we got, got, we, we got, we got there. We got so there. You can possibly... Okay. Yeah, just tell us what... what, what I mean, yeah, we know it's... Uh, you know, it's an S R20. It's got an S car, a Wu-Tang yeah. war whistle. But I think Wu-Tang the engine's water. relatively open yes, than yours. Yeah. Now unopened, engine's unopened. Subaru injectors. How much power are you running? 310. Ooh. I know, loads, like earth-shattering power, you know, so you watch yourself. Cause it's fairly, fairly heavy, isn't it? It's around 1,400 kilograms. No, it's 1,189. 1,189? With driver. Oh, wow. Nice. So it's lighter than you think. It's still quite chunky. It, 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 but... looks, it looks a lot heavier than it is. Oh. But you've got a lot, a lot of, you think you've, you've toyed with some carbon fibre over the years. Yes, yes, we've got, we've got, the only thing that isn't either fiberglass or carbon is the roof and the rear bumper. And the rear bumper, because it's cut in half, doesn't weigh anything anyway. No. So I'm not really bothered with it. The same in the micro. Yeah, it's just, just there's no point retaining yeah. carbon to save 20 grams. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, literally. Which, you, you know, you eat a burger before you go out and you've ruined the fact you've lightened the bumper, so it's a waste of time. Damn, they've the, the, the uncovered my, 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 uh, my plan here. Yeah. Why did he get all burgers? Yeah, he fed us all burgers before the final. And I think, yeah, that was it. It was just, you know, slow us down much. a bit. Yeah. I mean, it, you know. 
I went out fed, so I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Win or lose, I was happy. I was fed. Apart from where, yeah. What did we say? Alton. Low. Yeah, Alton, because you yeah. had put some wet wheels on and the studs oh. were too long. Yeah, that, that, that was really the... Yeah, because I had put those wheels on at Cadwell, but because I was too much of a fairy, I never really breached 50 mile an hour, so they were never an issue. And... Uh, I didn't know they were wobbling or vibrating or, or, or loose or whatever it was. And then come Alton when it was actually wet and I needed to go and do some laps and I got the speed off the well, this, this, this a, I've got a buckled wheel or it's unbalanced or something. I thought, well, if it's wheel balanced, I can, I'll, I'll go faster. So I put my foot down and went a little bit faster and the vibration got a lot worse to the point it started pulling the car across the track. I thought, well, this is like deadly. I, I'll give this, so, give this up. So I went in for warm-up. I didn't even set a lap time because I went out nearly died came when came back in the wheels were tight so we thought well they're tight go a bit faster no good so let's go see what the issue is and the studs i've got wheel spaces bolted on 20 mil wheel spaces which means the factory wheel wheel stud was sticking out of spacer by a couple of mil so the wheel was never seating down so it sat on the wheel studs right, so we're guessing your alloys must have had a void where yeah they, the yeah really whereas good. these these were mx5 alloys factory mx5 alloys that i borrowed off a friend who had uh rain sport fives on and they didn't have the the void behind for the studs to pass through so we ended up having to cut them down and even though i was given some very sound advice to just put the ar1s on and go out for practice by yourself and i should have listened but i was stubborn because i was like well i now i've cut the studs down i need to know if these have worked so i put the wets back on on a track that wasn't really that wet to find that they were okay and but because the track was relatively dryish i cooked the rain sports within a lap and it was pointless because yeah. we, we had the the, the first two sections relatively moist relatively then we moist. had a we had a pretty decent dry mm. um qualifying yeah qualifying um, was good that was really good and then literally we was all sat there if i remember correctly there was an accident just for the final and it yeah, delayed yeah. us by about one, 20 one minutes yeah one of the hondas yeah one of the hondas um, had, a, had a bad had a bad accident and um if they had not crashed, we would have gone out on a, a sunny track. Yeah, we would, yeah. But I think, actually, for you, it was still kind of okay. You wanted just yeah, it was dry, it yeah. When we went out, that was already pissing down. I think, yeah, I think yeah. just before they called us, it just started to rain. Hard as well. Yeah, it wasn't, it was a really, bit. really hard. And I remember having this blind panic, because I think at the time, I, I, I was, was I first in the qualifying? Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah, you picked me about um, a second or so. I remember, and at the point where it started to rain that hard, it even had me sort of thinking I should be on the mm -hmm. rain sports. Because up until this point, I was like, yo, like, just go out on the slicks. Yeah, yeah. Even, even in the first section where it was biblical. And then I remember I running up and down the paddock to see um, if well, what tyres you were on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've got this name. <laughs> um, who's the guy in the beamer? Phil. Phil, yes, that's sorry. Sorry, Phil. Mr. Ackley. Uh, and uh, I, I saw Phil was still in the slicks, you were still in the slicks. I thought, well, sod it. I think it's, it's equal, equal game yeah, at this yeah. point. Yeah, it was fair game. And um, yeah, that absolutely peed it now. I mean, it didn't, mm. it didn't really sort of let up for that, for that rest of that session, did it? I don't remember. No, I think it was the last, like, the last minute. They cut the session short. I think it was only a 12 minute yeah. session in the end, which was a shame because it had sort of relented a little bit towards the end. I started to gain the confidence in the AR1s in the wet. This is the first time I've used AR1s in the wet. I was like, these, these can't work, surely. They can't work. But everyone else was getting on all right. No, the, 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 the grip levels in the wet are really surprising. Mm. Um, I remember at Snetterton last year, 
everyone went over to the sticks and I think it was Taylor actually stoned it. I think she put the AR1s on because you, you'll finally got more grip. And I was mm-hmm. like, well, it's absolutely torrential rain here. And then surprise, he was right. I put the AR1s on compared to the rain sports. There was a lot more grip even in the, the absolute, well, puddle condition it was in at Snetterton that year. Yeah, it didn't look fun from what I saw of no. what you guys had to deal with. No. <laughs> it was wet as well. It was miserable and cold. Oh, dear. Everyone was falling off the track. We didn't... Well, one of us fell off the track at Alton in the gravel. Again, Jonathan James. <laughs> <laughs> Bless oh, his heart. You can't, you can't knock his commitment. He is committed no, no, into you every... you can't knock his commitment. And I think yeah. I've only come off a hand all the time in the gravel this year. Um, notably at Donington where I... Waiting a bit too hot on the brakes. Mm. Yeah, he straightened across up the then. gravel, yeah. and then in the Civic, which is a, in a different car. Um, and obviously, you know, you just say you can if you're not if you're not coming off off the circuit, you're not trying hard enough. So, well, that sums my season up then, because I didn't come <laughs> off once. <laughs> no, no, no. I sort of think how I push hard enough because I've not I've not yeeted the car into gravel mm. um, at certain circuits. Uh, but at the same time, I'm glad not to have done to. Uh, mm. You didn't want the gravel grabbing your wheels and flipping you on your side or anything daft like that? No, definitely. And then obviously not destroying your splitter and stuff at Cadwell either. Oh, Tour de Fen. Tour de Fen. Tour de Fen. Tour de Fen, yeah. yeah. I do remember going around Charlie's and seeing you appear on circuit covered yeah. in grass, which was well, kind that, of... That's probably case in point. Now, when you're trying too hard, you do come off and it knackers your gearbox and you split and everything and bends the chassis. Probably, probably trying too hard is probably not too <laughs> bad sometimes. Keep your car intact. I think you cared too much for everybody else at that point. You should have just come back on the circuit and scared us all for a split second and save the car. But um, I'm more sort of things. I remember pulling into the pits and Beardmore came over, AJ, and that came over. I was like, yeah, it's all right. Then I'm going to come back to the pits. I was like, how the fuck was that all right? Pits, man. <laughs> it was. It was. It was. Yeah. Even for me, going past at the speed I went past to see your splitter in what looked like. Cartman's smile. Yeah. This. I remember. I remember coming into the hairpin uh, through Halls Bends, and all the photographers, photographers sat there waiting to take pictures. You come over the crest, and literally, I remember the clear day. Like every, everyone had the cameras out, like following the car, and I, and I was like, something's broke here. Mm-hmm. I was like, why? Why is everyone pointing the? <laughs> why is everyone pointing the bloody cameras at my car? I still not even. I've only ever seen half one picture from that. I so said, God knows where all the pictures have gone. You scooped up a lot of grass. Scooped a lot of yeah, grass. Yeah, well, yeah. Doing, doing Mr. Palmer a favour there. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah, but with you scooping up the grass for him and Jonathan James testing out the gravel trap, I mean, Mr. Palmer's got some staff he can employ from just yeah. from the time of tax season alone. So on the topic on the topic of aero, then, um, obviously you've got some aero modifications on your car. I do indeed. Uh, a wang. A wang. Splitter. Splitter. Uh, diffuser. Diffuser. So the honest question is. Um, have you actually noticed any measurable difference by fitting the aero? Well, probably a better question is, have you actually tested it with and without? Yeah, yes. The two, the two things I could say I have most definitely tried that are most memorable is the wing at Donington. Um, I was struggling for a bit of rear end grip. Donington and one of the changes I'd made is I'd gone from having the mounts that bolt to the boot lid to some tubes welded to the chassis this time so and I'd, what I didn't check was the angle of the wing when I mounted the wing back up yeah. so and it ended up being less than it was when it was on those mounts and 
when I was going flying around corners, I knew full well that this car was capable of. It was getting a bit twitchy. I thought, this is not like my car. So we put more wing on. So between qualifying and final, we put more wing on. And the confidence level then was through the roof because then the car was stuck to the ground through these corners that previously it was twitchy. So back to back, uh, qualifying to final, there was a notable difference in just raising the wing. And that went from, I think it was seven degrees to 14 degrees. And it was, the, di the difference was night and day. The, the, the drivability of it was night and day. And then the, the other thing I checked was the diffuser. Oddly enough, my diffuser... Just about to say, because it's all about the balance, because yeah. you have uh, your front splitter is overfiring the back, then it would be, the, the effects would be a lot mm -hmm. more pronounced by not having or having a lesser of an angle on the rear, rear wing, so... Yes, the diffuser did the same thing. That was by accident, because I... Is it adjustable, the diffuser? Uh, no, it's, it's, it's yeah, it's just, I got it to just fit. There was no science behind the diffuser because I know I haven't got flat floor or anything like that. There's no real testing got into it. it, it the diffuser's mounted at 22 degrees, which is... It's a little bit... Uh, yeah, it's a massive angle. It shouldn't yeah. it shouldn't work. But when you take the diffuser off, I don't know what it's doing, it's doing to something. the car. It's doing something. But when you take it off, that same twitchiness I felt at Donington, I had at Cadwell like a year before. When I booked a track day, I didn't have time to put the diffuser on. I just went out. I thought, oh, now I, I couldn't go around as quick as I had before. Put it back on, booked another track day a week later, and went flying around the track. I mean, you could say, you know, a week later, track conditions can change massively, yeah, and yeah. That, that could be it. But it, it was noticeable enough to make me think, well, that needs to stay on in future. And uh, I'll, I'll, so now well, could, 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 you, could you argue that it's maybe a placebo effect? Maybe, Potentially, yeah. Maybe your mind's running a bit too much and you're thinking the diffuser's not there. So this is why. Mm. So I remember when, um, back when the, the old micro was the old 1300, I took the wing off at Brands Hatch because everyone was telling me it was worth like 0.4 of a second. And I was like 0.4 seconds off getting mm. a sub one minute. And uh, that, that, that was my target for Brands Hatch this year. And I remember taking it off for the final and the back end was all over the shop. But I wasn't sure if it's because I'd placed it in my head that the wing wasn't there. That's mm. why the car was unstable. Um, arguably, the car was a bit... It was either that or the car was actually a bit quicker and a bit less stable. That's why the rear end was all over the shop. Yeah. Um, we can never truly know, can we really? We no, ain't got wind no. tunnels. I mean, CFD is probably the closest we'll get. For that, you need to scan the whole car, and then mm. you can have to convert it in 3D models, send it mm. to some fancy guy. We're probably going to charge out the backside for it, and it's possible. But yeah, it's. I mean, you can do a tough test. You know, the little yeah, yeah, wall toughs, and I'll stick a camera on it. And you need somebody who can decipher all the information you're going to get from it because I've done it before when I first and the, 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 the difficult thing about the tough test as well was ideally you need to mount some cameras on the car so yeah, you can watch yeah, data back yeah. and, a lot, and a lot of track day organisers will, will physically not have external yeah, cameras yeah, yeah. Um, so unless you, you book in like the likes of Blight and you sell them yeah, yeah and then have the circuit yourself where you can um, do as you wish it's yeah, not yeah, really yeah. possible to do that I mean sailing there's, there's no reason why you can't do it on the road but obviously not everyone's got Mexico in the background. No, no. So we need, um, we as, need as, Mexico. As much speed. as most of the UK car scene seems to think they have, is, is they've got Mexico just uh, just a couple of roads away. Um, yeah, unfortunately they don't. No, no, no. So what? So any any noticeable different different any noticeable uh, difference with the just the the air damp and the splitter? I've never had it off to know if it's really made a big difference. I've I've just always had it. It's always been there and I've grown. I think, if anything, my seat time was what made the car more effective than the air dam and the splitter, so I yeah. couldn't say. The front ducting made a massive difference. Um, not in terms of air, I suppose in cooling. 
Um, but I was going quicker down the straights. Again, this could be my seat time. I'm quicker coming out of corners, which is why I'm now quicker down the end of a straight. I don't know, but the ducting made a big difference. To the point that the the coolant needle stopped. It didn't stay in the middle anymore. It started going down towards the bottom again when you down down a straight. The car would cool down. It too much, much to its detriment, I suppose. It's a bit too efficient. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then my my side skirts are half cut, which I get asked about side skirts the most because they're not full skirt like they only go halfway down the car and they cut at an angle and there's a strip under the car that goes to the back of the front wheel and the idea the theory behind it is that the the wake of the wheel is then flushed out the side of the car yeah. it doesn't go down the car and it's all theory it's none of it's tested and i haven't taken it off to to find out if it really was that effective or really whether it wasn't no it, it, again placebo effect yeah, but I mean, we're also limiting the regulations. You know, I remember, I remember years ago, because we we can't run a flat four in that. That's no. you can run a flat four in yes. your class. Um But in, in 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 anything other than pro, you can't run a flat floor. No. And I remember years ago, people were basically uh, installing side skirts that sort of went inboard, quite flat up towards the tunnel, and they've actually rewrote the regulations where the side skirt cannot extend inwards. Yeah. Of the chassis, so I you, think there's a certain amount it can. And I'd, yeah, I'd, well, I, 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 I think I think you can obviously. Ah, I think it cannot, it. It, it cannot go past the the, the inner chassis, the a factory chassis. seam or something like. No, no, that. The, the, well, no, I'm the pr- they've reworded it a couple of times because I remember correctly when people started to use the loophole back order years ago, they changed it to no more than two hundred and fifty millimeters. I'm pretty sure it's that because that was the regulations I remember reading during the shuttle. Um, all them years ago, and then I'm pretty sure they've changed it now, and it cannot extend in board. That would so, make sense. Yeah. yeah. Ah, people have a good look called, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's, if there's an exploitation headlights. to be had. Headlights. Uh, what? Can't talk about headlights. We can't talk about headlights because we've got a guest coming on later, which has got a lovely topic to talk oh, about. Oh yeah. Headlights. Captain yeah. Salty himself. Yes. He was not happy about it. He, yes. If if my ship's going down, you're all sinking with me, Mr. Bonfield. I love you really well. I do. <laughs> so your car, if I remember correctly, has got a bit of a, bit of a interesting history. Cause yes. It used to be a drift car. It, yes, it is. It used same to. engine. Yep, same engine. Uh, same tyres. Not far off. Because uh, <laughs> you, you, you literally, uh, I haven't, I'm not even going off topic, but yeah, you ran the same set of tyres all season. Yeah, all season. And then, and then they did a year. I did 20, 22 track days last year. On those tires. That's crazy. That's and then they did a season of time attack as well. And you won the championship on those. And I didn't get an alignment since I got those tires either. So, wow. you know. Either the car is very, very capable or you. you it's the car. Those. No, it's the car. It's definitely the car. I mean, the car has and, to be. Here's everyone that says that Nangang AR1s are only really good for sort of two or three tracks. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> yeah, no. No, they're, they're, they're fantastic. I mean. They don't, they don't like getting hot. We know that for sure. Yeah, yeah. They, I think, they do get hot pretty I think that's why they, they work well in the wet, because they do get hot and they get hot fast. Yeah. That that slight moiseness keeps them cool enough that they function. Slight yeah. moistness. Slight moistness. Yeah. We love a, we love a moist tyre. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, used to be a drift car so how did you come into the possession of the the s14 it's it was owned by a very very good friend of mine who sort of just came to the end of ownership really just it was it was its time to move on yeah and i got first refusal to which i said 
absolutely, I will take it off your hands. Uh, and I and I ended up with it in 2020. Uh, I didn't really know what to do with it. It was more of a, I'll take it now and figure out what to do with it later. Was it totally stock? No. no. Uh, with it being a drift car, it had a welded diff, which went in the bin. So you bought it as a drift car? Yes. Yeah. So, so, you, so it Matt, wasn't you who sort of no, decided so, to ruin it? No. Okay. No, I, I, I improved it. I made it like grip instead of slip. And, uh, sure. Ish. <laughs> semi-improved it I mean maybe not aesthetic. you tried I tried it's not aesthetic you the theory yeah it's not aesthetically pleasing it's 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 rough and ready rough and ready is definitely <laughs> the word rough and ready yeah it was a rough and ready. it was a Friday night pain job again Mr. AJ Howe the legend that he is decided that he was sick of seeing my car with the sanded down appearance of ready for paint and it was never going to get paint if it was up to me. I, I'd have left it like that. And it definitely wouldn't have been a looker. There'd have been zero pictures of it on any kind of time attack media, which I wouldn't have blamed them. But I thought it was, you know, because you, you turn up to a lot of track days with it before it was painted and it was very much, this thing's just rolled out of a scrapyard. What's it doing at a track day? And then it dicks everyone. Yeah, then it'd hand yeah. them all their eviction notice. And so it was, it, was, it was a fantastic, like, turn of events when people would be giving you the sort of side eyes of, say, you should take that home and, you know... <laughs> Let it, let it die in peace and well, then paint doesn't make a fast car no it does not no it does not I bought AJ decided that it needed to be painted and I bought 24 cans of satin black and then one Friday night he was like oh, I've had enough of this I'm painting the car and we all had some kind of solvent induced hallucinations for an evening and AJ transformed the car from no paint to satin black in an evening and then he took the wheels off and painted those white as well I've still got the white circle on the workshop floor where he decided he was just going to do that <laughs> I think I think, every, I think every workshop's got a hole in the floor which is where you can see where a wheel's been painted yeah before. I've just got this white circle just where the wheels got painted there and then and I had a satin black car with white wheels and it looked fantastic I was like okay maybe I should have done this a little bit sooner and then the, the paint was put on that quickly with no preparation we sort of like break and clutch cleaned the panel and painted it that the fiberglass panels that the car had were fresh out of the mold. I've not even wiped the wax off yet. So when we took it to Snetterton, we went down, went you know flying about. There was that much speed. This, this is what I'm. This is my story, right? There was that much speed. I, 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 I can literally hear Michael Hume sort of coughing in the mouth of the paint prep and <laughs> yeah. the paint drying process. Yeah, there was no, there was none of that. He will he'll be pleased to know that I left the wax, the PVA layer on the fiberglass panels. We wiped it, a bit of brake and clutch cleaner, sprayed it on, no primer, uh, and just let it have it. And did a track day at Snetterton, and the paint started peeling off because I'm so fast. <laughs> yeah. That the paint was coming off the it car. Was going so fast, paint, the paint was paint peeling yeah. off. overrated. Yep, yeah. and then when obviously I signed up for Time Attack, I'm like, I should probably titivate that and make it, you know, redo it, make it. Nah, I left it. It's fine. It is what it is. It looks how it looks. Like it my looks front bump. Really. My my bumper is. I mean, you've got Kevlar skinned Kevlar, and it looks like Kevlar, and you've got skinned carbon, and I've got well, I, I've got I, fiberglass. I think the English car was better with stickers because I, really, I didn't really like your car when it was better. Without I, I have to say, when when I first put it together, and um, it, it didn't have any glass, nothing. I think it was I was actually I put it together for a picture. Yes, I remember now. I, I put it together for a picture, so because I needed front, back, all the sides, so I can send it to to the guys at Kelsey so they can design the wrap. Yeah. I looked at it, I was like, oh yeah, I like that. When I assembled the whole car with, with wheels and everything, the glass, and it was sitting, 
it looked really really bad really yeah it looked, 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 looked really weird it, it kind yeah. of it was mm. like yeah right but i knew it was like functional form and stuff but i i never really liked it the, the plan was always obviously to wrap it then mm. i agree just complete i mean maybe if it was flawless carbon fiber like you see some of those lamborghinis yeah. or whatever for it then you know it like looks good but homemade sort of Kevlar car, it did not look that appealing. I mean, yeah, cool. I mean, the entire car is made from that stuff, but yeah, with the wrap, definitely. I'm glad you wrapped it. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you wrapped it. I remember, always I remember when I, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I took most of the stickers off the micro this year, it backed almost bare black. I thought, you know, it was fucking sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, yours just didn't look right with yeah. any sort of livery on it. Really the, the plan was always, I mean, you, you remember why it wasn't wrapped in the middle of the season because um oh yeah it was supposed to go for mapping and then we would set yeah, aside two days patch. for wrapping yeah, and the mapping it was the like wrapping. no not that so i had to cancel and the guys because they were so busy they were like well now you have to wait a couple of months for the wrap it was supposed to be wrapped for the first ever outing but it just never never got so the plan was always to wrap it so in my defense i know that it, it looked pretty yeah by itself. yeah i'm glad because i mean kevlar's cool and all but once it's skinned it looks like a combination of like dog sick and baby turd in colour doesn't it so yeah. it's, it's not very appealing <laughs> I honestly I wish I never attempted to make it from Kevlar I wish it was carbon because carbon is just so much easier to work with you can sand it you can flatten it with Kevlar that's it and that's pretty much what you, oh. you can't do anything with it because it starts spraying all the hairs start coming out so you can't flatten it it's literally this is the surface and with, 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 with time the color changes because obviously when you look at the dry fabric it's sort of this yellowish and yeah, yeah. black and stuff but with time it goes this sort of weird green magenta kind of uh baby sick color so it's well, magenta is a far cry from from yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i know I, i'm i'm all work my hair mixed up yeah i mean you know what i mean you've seen the car it's, i have it's, yeah. so, so, so it's safe to say you you you, you prep the wings the second time around and the, the paint's still on Ish, ish. <laughs> Define prep. <laughs> more brake cleaner. Yeah, yeah. Car, more, no. carb cleaner. That's a bit more harsh. I, I, I cleaned it, and I. Did you key the surface? No, I cleaned it, and I just, and, and it started coming off again in the same places. Oh, right. So it, 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 if you look at the picture from Cadwell and a picture from Snetterton, so start of season, end of season, you can see the car's wings progressively getting more red as more and more paint comes off. You know what? I they said that I've noticed it. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, it's, yeah. it's progressively more, more red. More red started to show. And then the doors, the doors that I did them for Donington, so halfway through the season, and they were like brand new paint. You know, in my version of paint, yes, they, they were red gel coat. And I was like, right, these need to be black now, and I used a different tin entirely of satin black, and it was more satin than the original satin, which is more matte. So I've got like a matte black front end, satin doors a matte black back end and then a satin boot lid because I did them all at the same time. So it's a real patchwork quilt of shit, really. Satins. Yeah, it's no no two blacks are the same. No, no, no. Tell you how you lie. Can <laughs> <laughs> we say that on a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Under the context. Yeah, yeah. Well, You're referring paint. to paint. Yeah, paint yeah, colour. Yeah, we are referring to paint. I, I was referring to paint. Yeah. Only the paint. Are you being scared that I was, I was on about something else? No, mm. no, no. Really? No, I'm just... just <laughs> <laughs> Only colours, okay? Yeah. So, um, so um, I'm not sure if you've it. What, 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 so when you got the S14, what was the very, very first thing you did to it? Emptied it. Emptied, it was pretty empty anyway. Um, was it had a full interior? It had half an interior. Okay. So the back seats were gone. 
So weight reduction. Weight reduction. Weight reduction's free. It makes the biggest difference to a car. You can brake later, turn better, accelerate quicker, and it's most for the most part free. At least well, apart from the paint job, what was the best mod you've ever done to that car yourself? Best mod. Oh, well, for the paint, that's going to be a pretty difficult thing yeah. to beat. I don't know. So it. it I, I, what was the most noticeable? I mean, it'll be obviously the arrow. Of course, you can actually notice it, but it's got to be the diff. The the, the diff because the the power went from 240 horsepower to 310 and to be honest i didn't really notice it um and that sounds daft because 70 horsepower increase you should feel that but I, I i didn't the car felt the same actually the gearbox and the final drive they were the they were game changing like the car was flat it's the only way i can describe it the car was flat with the original S14 five-speed, everyone knows that those gearboxes like to think about exploding and then exploding at the most inappropriate times. So I needed to change to a gearbox that I could pick up for £3.50 and, and get it immediately rather than paying £5,500 and importing it from God knows where. And so what gearbox is it running now? BMW six-speed. Oh, wow. All right. Okay. Yes, yeah, so it's a BMW six-speed uh, from a 330D. And how... I mean, probably yeah, going, I, I need details. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone needs details. How is it mounted? I mean, obviously, being a publication, it's sort of adaptable. Yeah, there is, yeah. So PMC make it. Thankfully, with the SR20, it is, an adapt it is a popular engine. Oh. So stuff is available. Uh, so there is... 330Ds are probably one of the most diesel. Yeah, yeah, the gearboxes, because oh. yeah, everyone's like slid them into a wall trying to be, you know, DK. And, and so their gearboxes are nice and available for like 70 quid to 150 quid. So, so basically, we're saying thank you to the thirty drivers for the end of supply of gearbox. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. You, you know, I now have a gearbox uh, because you can't drive. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much. I mean, the shipping expenses must be pretty, pretty daft shipping back from Mexico. And uh, inevitably, bin them into roundabouts <laughs> in Coventry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's quite. It can be costly, like cheap box, expensive shipping from Mexico. So yeah. And how does it mount to the rear diff? Is it like a custom drive shaft? Or? Yeah. So I made a prop shaft from the prop BMW shaft. one to the S14 one. I sort of, they were both three inch in diameter, so I cut and welded those. Uh, what I didn't do, and a note for anybody that does it in future, if your prop shaft comes with a spline sleeve and it, it, its own UJ or yoke or whatever, include that because I didn't. I made a straight, you know, I made a straight prop shaft that was supposed to mount to a rubber donut on the back of the beamer boxes, which I didn't want. So it ended up being. So it was a two piece prop? It is, yeah. And you, yes. you, you want to change a single piece? It's still two piece, but I just made. I left the S14 rear section because the S14 rear section bolts to the diff and the centre bearing bolts to the car. And then the front half just goes from that centre bearing up to the gearbox. And it's supposed to have a like a splined piece in the middle to allow it to expand and move. Oh, is it the one that sort of. Yeah, that, that one. <laughs> it's meant to have that one. And I had it, yeah. and I didn't include it, which meant that I then had to pay to have one put in, which was annoying, because I, I went from what was supposed to be a £180 prop shaft to a £540 prop okay. shaft. Well, that's just, probably you've done it once, you've not got to do it That's again. it, I ain't got to do it again now. It, it, it's, it, it's, you had no problems with whatsoever? No, it's been absolutely fantastic. And the gearbox, that's literally the, the only one you had. Yeah, yeah. You haven't replaced it. It hasn't blown out. No, no. It's been it's been brilliant. I changed. I know uh, there's a sticker on all BMW boxes that says lifetime oil, which is a lie. Uh, just change it. 
it is it's not difficult. I, think I would do the same thing. On the yes, oh yes, like, like lifetime. I'm like, it's no, not, it's not, not the way I drive it. <laughs> no, he, he, exactly. Yeah, it can go in the bin, and I'll put some fresh in. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That. that, that, that. There's a reason they put a field in pole in the drain plug. So it's like. Yeah, the, you drain it for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my forest has got a second dipstick behind the intercooler. That's like clear as day. So. Yeah, you if know, you, the you do. And the Subaru is obviously yeah. a, a sales. Yeah, thing. of course. Likely a yeah. lifetime. I mean. On, on the subject of that, you've seen these like new cars coming out now, like a fucking five-year oil change on the oil that's about the same consistency as, as mineral oil. Yeah, yeah, no, no, thank you. No, I've changed that. Cause Obviously, we know. you know, I mean, when it comes to our circles, 1040 is universal oil for, for anything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, 1040 goes in everything. What is it, 2016 Astra J? 1040. 1040 will do, yeah. 530, and it's what 1040 will do. 1040 goes in everything. It's the universal oil. But it works. It does work, yeah. yeah. Well, it doesn't always work. Because we had an issue, we both, me and you, had the same issue at Brands, didn't we, earlier in the year, where our oil pressures were yes. low. Yeah, that's questionable. I don't, uh, I, 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 I'm I, not convinced I mean, it's yeah. because of the oil. I mean, I'm not convinced. I don't I, know. I, I'm convinced it was the oil, judging by what research that I've done. Obviously, I'm not going to drag companies through. The no, 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 no. It was uh, hot as well. It was a 30 degree day. It was a 30 degree day, but Temperatures I, I've, through I've the roof. never experienced oil pressure mm. issues like that, well, other than obviously no. what happened at the end of the season, but that's a completely <laughs> different kettle of fish. Yeah, um, different reason. But yeah, I've, I've never experienced oil issues like that before. Well, you had the, you had the bonus of the back-to-back didn't you because you drained the oil and put new in yes and it, and it improved and it, immediately it, it, it was night and day it yeah. Out, yeah i mean i mean fortunately because your engine failed yeah yeah you had some motor uh 300 v 1060 yes and i i swapped out the uh they will not name the other motorsport oil that i no. used in the mic for that weekend and as soon as i put the motor 1060 in it i had oil pressure and mm, it, yeah. it survived the rest of the weekend at it was a bloody hot week and it was, yeah. was it was hot because um, tyres were lasting like two laps and that was game you know yeah 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 that's, that's, that's the other thing with the nine kangs as well is they're, they're great for the first couple of laps and after that they just they, they are they useless <laughs> off. yeah they go to play-doh don't they go play-doh mode yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I think most of my I think most of my sort of like qualifying laps this year have been sort of like out because I remember at Brands it was that hot I think when I I think in the first the first day I come in after like two laps yeah you did yeah and they all think the car, they thought the car was broke so well no I've, I've got I've got my target lap time there's no point punishing the car yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, I've been doing it pretty much all season I mean sometimes I would come in and be like why just why why not it's not the final it's you know yeah, yeah you I've don't need to it's yeah. like there's no um, and know, the bonus for those AR1s is expensive. once you get them warm yeah. in warm up or whatever when you go out for practice, qualifying, final, within that first outlap, they're on, they're ready to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. There's no way. That's, 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 I think that's a cracking thing about the nine kangs. Obviously, I, I've not really had any experience in any other sort of semi slick or anything. Just because, obviously, since I've been in time attack, nine kang has been sort of like, well, it was the unofficial tyre. This year, it has been sort of like semi official tyre. But I find if you, if you manage to get a very good aggressive outlap, do the weaving and throw it into corners and literally just force the tyres to warm up. They're, they're literally switched on, mm. ready for your very, very first lap. Um, and that's what I've managed to do most of the time. Then you have about mm. two or three good laps. Yeah. And then they just and start yeah. going. That, after that, they're, they're just so noticeably, they just start to... Yeah, they, they do go on. They actually cool down pretty quick as well. Yeah. For example, if, 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 if you come in into the pits for like a minute or whatnot... Well, not yeah, even coming in. Come if, out, and then it almost feels like they're back to their optimal yeah. again. Mm-hmm. So. If you if you can do a couple of of slow laps off the line, yeah, you know, really, I, I, I find I, I find you can get them back in the window. Yeah, you really mm-hmm. need to slow down properly, and sometimes it's not really possible. You mm-hmm. just yeah. do 
automatically start sort of speeding up. So you really need to, to do some proper cooldown laps, yeah, for them to. Anyways, um, Air Ones, good. Good tires, we like, we like Air Ones. Gearbox, good. Prop Gearbox, shaft good. Survived. Prop shaft survived. The, final, question, right. the question was, what was the best mod? So we established that the final it's, drive. Yeah, it's got to be yeah, the, gear, the gearing, which is a combination of the gearbox. So is it the, the gearing, when you say the gearing, so they're basically shorter gears? Yes, so I've gone from a five speed. What is, what, what's the maximum speed of the standard five speed? 176 miles an hour. Right. On, okay. on the 390, yes. which, Very long. So which we're not it doing would, it. It would, feel, it would feel really, really sluggish. And yeah. the current uh, year set? 142. Is it really? Yes, that's it. That's me flat out. In six. I was flat out. Ne I was nearly running out of sixth gear at Brands. So wow. coming up to Paddock Hill, I'm... Well, I guess that does explain. But I was, but I was saying, the, the, the gearbox... Yeah, it's, it's a fast... Yeah, it's a fast really, car. Really, really, the gearbox really, really has also really come out with diesel, so yeah. that, yeah. that is obviously the gear is designed for diesel, yes. and then you put in, obviously, petrol performance through it. Yeah, first first gear is completely pointless. Yeah. Completely. You can pull off in second gear, and it's, it acts like first gear. Yeah. If I go down into second, I've got to be going really... Like, even hairpin at Cadwell is quite a tight corner. So you've just done Hall's Bend, you go into hairpin... Most people drop into second there. Which hairpin? So, what? Well, where? Where? Yeah, second. Cad Cadwell. 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 So you do. You do. Well, the, the, the hairpin well, is technically Yeah, lens. yeah. It's not a hairpin, but so, it is. They call it hairpin, yeah. but it's not. You know the corner where you put my Civic into the into the tire wall. <laughs> that corner. It wasn't really a corner. <laughs> <laughs> going through the woods. Yeah. See, so, so you go. Scenery, and then there was a deer just jumped in front of me, so I had to do. Basic maneuvers. Uh, what, 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 a four-legged deer or an old deer? <laughs> Just an old deer. Just an old deer. Bless her. Bless her heart. Bless her Still can't find a wheelchair to the stage. <laughs> old deer. Um, so, obviously, we've got history and stuff. So, we're going to go on to the, the actual time attack championship side of things. Yeah. So, what would be your top three essential modifications for anyone looking to enter time attack? Or, as like a bare minimum... Excluding the safety side of things, I think that the helmet and the roll cage, the bucket seat and stuff, I think that's just a given anyway. Um, in fact, the regulations are changing anyway, so it's, it's going to be... Yeah, you have to have a cage. Anyway. Yeah, I think you've got to have a cage next year, so, you know. And then in, tires are normally dictated, but next year they're not. So. No. <laughs> but top three modifications. Top three modifications. Keep it cool. So focus on cooling. Keep it cool. Um... If you are going to go out there and lean on that car for 15 minutes straight, it's going to get hot. Um, take take notes. Go out, do a track day. Take notes. This is how hot my car gets after so many laps. And use that information. So so seat time is it's not really a modification, but it's number one. Mm, that's a universal. It is, and, and yeah. Can, yeah. Driver mod. mod. That's yeah. A, uh, Absolutely everyone can benefit from extra seat time or tuition. And the, the one thing that not many people do mention... Uh, as far as modifying the car's concerned, and it's one thing I always kind of mention to people, seating position. For the love of God, make yourself comfortable. Yes. You are going to be in that car, you're going to be, oh, yes. you are going for it. You need to be able to lock that car over. You need to be able to reach the gear stick where it's not awkward. And that's one of the things I found changing the gearbox, funnily enough, going from this gear stick that was down here yeah. to up here. I'm like, and I, I miss gears all the bloody time. I remember that when I drove Wills at uh, Cadwell the other week when we was all there. Um, I didn't I didn't realise at the time that Will's seat was on rails, so I was literally driving at arms then. <laughs> so it was so difficult to drive. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I was, I was like, I was like, no way, Buddy Will's driving this this car around like a fucking road, man. <laughs> no, um, he slides it back to get out. No. Whereas, like, yeah, but seat position is is, is you know, it's, to get get comfort. You make sure yeah. everything's where it needs to be in reach. Um, obviously, I, I, I spent a bit of time on the mic and make sure I'm not reaching. You know, my arms sort of lacks, but the gear sticks here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was funny enough. That was essentially the the one of the main reasons, aside from making it light and fast and better. Mm-hmm. For me building the new pleo because obviously the cage the way it's built and all the clears is you sort of go right where the b pillar sort of mm-hmm. sort of meets the the floor there's a little sort of hump um and you sort of go right in between it in front of it and then you can't move i mean i'm six four so fairly tall there was no way physically impossible to move the seat any 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 more further, and obviously in a small hatchback, my mm-hmm. my my legs were always sort of really really high up, so I could never sort of properly stretch. So it was always quite an awkward position. So the new one was obviously the, the cage went all the way to the back, so the seat is all the way. Yeah, at the comfort's back. king. And because I can sort of obviously everything is custom, so the pedal box is custom, the the, the column is custom. So I made it so it always. I mean, even setting it and it feels really really sort of. Well, for you it was a bit because I I did I did like your gear stick position. Yeah, but I, but I think because you're tall and you probably sit more bolt upright in in your seat, yeah. it's probably a better position. I just found, yeah, it'll be fair especially for the gear stick back on your sequential, just a bit well, not natural for me. You are slightly broader in shoulders. Absolute unit, yes. mate. Absolute <laughs> unit. Yes, yes. So I think. Um, I sit a little bit more squished in the seat, so for yeah. me to move this. Well, you should squish in your seat. It was a squish for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine about one arse cheek in your seat. <laughs> well, you sat in it for like 15 minutes after we came into the pit. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, I, I waiting, guess you're I'll, waiting I'll, for everyone to disappear. I was so. waiting for the, I was waiting for the swelling to recede. So <laughs> <I> could, <laughs> well, a firm expansion. <laughs> Things get bigger. Pops so, and release. So yeah, basically, yeah, sitting position. I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah. It's it's. it's it's really, really, really important because, again, I'm going into this tangent again. I was driving um, David Lawrence's Civic in uh, Club Enduro, and uh, at the time, did it have a rails? I think it did, but obviously it was a little bit too high for me. So not only my head in the helmet was constantly sort of touching the roof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was always kind of, there was no room for it, but I always felt like... But there was that, that's what your passenger side felt like when yeah, I was in yeah. it. Yeah, and I was always su- super too, 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 too much forward to the thing. Mm. I mean, the gears, yeah, it was lovely. It was like right where it is, but the steering wheel, because for me, you know, when they say you're supposed to sort of put your arm and I think it's this one on the Yeah, your wrist over the wheel. I prefer that it's much closer. I really mm. prefer like, so it's, it's like that. Sort of so a laid back. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you kind of move forward, but it, it's, it's much closer. So, yeah, it was really, really uncomfortable. So, yeah, I'm definitely with you on uh, mm. sort of driver's yeah. comfort position. It's, it's, it's absolute sort of... Uh, it's a, well, it's if, a if, if you're not comfortable, you're not going to perform no. you better. You're not, you, yeah, you're not, no. you're not going to send I mean, it. You, you, <laughs> could, you could argue that, this, that being comfortable in the car is, is essentially the driver. <clears> you, don't, I, you could probably put that in the same category as like ABS and like power steering because it's one less thing you're not having to sort of worry about i remember when i when i actually my very 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 first track day in the, the shuttle behind you and it had um had a set of um toyota hilux recaro fishnets in it and um i took that for a track day and i couldn't literally couldn't walk the next day because i was i, I literally spent the entire track day using my arms on the steering wheel to keep myself upright and mm. i just i, I literally just I felt like I've been lifting weights, you know. Bear in mind, you know, this, this physique does not go to the gym. <laughs> and, um, unit. Yeah, absolute unit. 
So one again, one less thing to think about. Um, bucket seat, seating position. Yeah, seating position number one. Number so one. what's your third advice mod thing? Shed weight. Shed weight. Yeah, get rid yeah. of the seats. Get rid of. The, get a lighter. Yeah, weight get a lighter battery. To the point. To a point, yeah, it's, dimin- it's, it's diminishing returns, isn't it? Because stuff, stuff you can unbolt and keep it within regulations. It's free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just get rid of it, because you, you, you can, you'll be able to. A lighter car brakes later. A lighter car turns better. A lighter car accelerates better. So you've improved the acceleration of braking and braking in the car just by getting rid of stuff you don't need, and it's, it, it's, it's most for the most and part, it, it's free, isn't it? So and and it works a lot less hard for it. So yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. so it's, it's, it's engine engine's got an easier yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 all around making the car lighter is just it's a win-win for everything. So yeah. yeah, but don't take too much weight off the back. That's why a lot well, of people people is. make that mistake, and they, they make the back so light that because yeah. it's it's usually easier to take things off the back. It is, yeah, it? yeah. Sort of everything from the boot, the spare wheel, whatever. It's only so yeah. far you can the, offset. The, the rear is always lighter anyway especially the, especially from the drive car because yeah. the only reason i've not gone to a composite boot and a composite window or a plastic window on the back because mm. there's an easy 20 kilos sat in that yeah. tailgate is that well saying that it's not it's not it's not it's not been an issue all season with the understeer but it might be it'd be interesting to see how it handles now well that's mm. the thing you need to sort of offset that with aero balance yeah, with, yeah. with the wind yeah. so the more uh, the more weight you reduce yeah. i mean you could always increase the rake or decrease the rake and yeah. with all the, I mean, you can play around, but I understand whether for the for the majority of people who are not going as deep with arrow and all no. other things, when they remove everything from the rear, then they're like, oh, why is my car always steering? Well, because you have nothing. Yeah, because there's nothing there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you really need to, or at least play with the tire pressures. You know. It's, yeah, that's uh, a well, free one as well. Probably, probably one of the most overlooked things: tire pressures. I do not care for tire pressures at, in the slightest. Just, I'll be honest with you, I ain't got a fucking clue what I'm doing. <laughs> well, like, Fair I enough. Have, I mean, I've, I've learned that on my Clio that whenever they are 30 hot all around, they work the best. Yeah, that's generally... I know when it's higher, yeah. it starts floating. When it's uh, lower, I feel that it's just, just again, like a, this kind of floaty feeling. It's it's not doing what it's supposed to do. At around 30, that's why whenever Rob or whoever else is doing things, I'm like, I want it 30. So I mm-hmm. heat them up and then they reduce it to 30. And then I basically carry on on those. But saying that, uh, Chris, who did who does all my alignment and everything, uh, uh, when I did a truck day support race with him, like his training stuff, basically he was there with me for a full day. He was mad with this. And he would change pressures to up to like half a PSI. Because mm-hmm. it makes a difference. At some point. Um, some uh, the the fronts they were 28.5, 29.5, and then 31. So they were like all over the place. According to the reg, we were Donington Park, and obviously because it's a uh, you have like a few really big left-handers, and then so he was kind of calculating all that. So you can go into such depth of you know this crazy different tire pressures, but you do need to have knowledge and you mm. do need uh, testing time because you can't really do it within. 15 minutes of time attack if no. you just buy no, yourself no. or whatever like it, it's pure guesswork that's why for me it's so, so much easier just like 30 all the way around I mean, it's, I I mean, it's, it's, it's probably important to have those track days so you can go mm-hmm. out there and test your data mm-hmm. it's saying that track days you know it almost feels like you're waste you're using up available lives of your competition car because if it's just a normal yes. track you kind of like whatever but for me it's almost like you know I count hours of runtime and you know, you know that once you reach, let's say, 15 hours, 
percent. For, for example, but then I mean, you know I mean, that you're kind of it's down for my so you... for my first two years. I did uh, all my all my testing and shakedown was literally at time taps. I did not have time to take time out of work, go to track for the day, and test the car. Saying that the car was never in one piece to be able to do that anyway because I was <laughs> I was swapping engines pretty much every other oh. every other session. <laughs> so I, I I've never had that sort of thing. But then again, saying that this year when we we did. Um, you didn't come, but we did that uh, cheeky track bit at Blyton with Ginge in the Civic, and I took the Micro. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, the drive shaft tore into from where my little dodgy patch welds to get me through mm-hmm. the end of the yeah, 2022 so I season. I and I had, the, I had the Blyton, I had the Cadwell Sprint book the next day, so I'd have been a bit annoyed if it went at Cadwell Sprint because I actually had a pretty good day at Blyton. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, I've actually got me fill, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got me seat time in today. The car's, the car's broken, but like, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that, you know, that I found an issue. Brought it to the workshop. I, did, I didn't even take it off the trailer. Took it off. The, took it. I took the shaft off the car, welded it, put it back. Yeah, on yeah, I remember. Next morning. Um, There's only one word that comes to mind when you talk about drive shafts, and it's plunge. That's all. You watch his video, and all, yeah, well, it, I, 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 dare, I, I dare say that the, the plunge has been, <laughs> been an plunge. issue that's in my car for a while now. That's ingrained in my mind. Whenever you talk about dry shafts, all I think of is plunge. Like plunge. when when you had that dry shaft issue at Snetterton and and Mr. AJ again, what a champion. A, well, yeah, well, I think we're going to be mentioning him at every single we're, we're gonna have podcast. A, we're going to have AJ on. So AJ's got a story today. Love you, AJ. Oh, we love yeah, you, mate. It's, it's, it's <laughs> top man. Seriously. I, mean, I mean, to be fair, um, AJ was probably going to be part of that question anyway. So um, we'll, we'll, res- oh. we'll reserve our love for AJ yeah. uh, towards oh. the end. So going on like, um, I don't know. I'll, we I'll, have a question about build or bought, but... You probably would say built. Yeah, it is built. Well, it's yeah. built, but then some of it was bought because I bought it well, as it was. So like the coilovers were on it, and some of the some of the drift stuff that I sold, I shouldn't have sold. I mean, like I sold the roll center correction kit and put on some standard track rod ends, and that was a stupid idea because I just wanted to because I didn't have the right adjuster at a time they come with three different lengths and because you can buy longer arms of these things and you have like 93 degrees of camber in a drift car for some reason and i don't understand the, the logic behind it but there must be a reason and these these lower arms are 40 mil longer yeah and these this roll center correction kit was also longer because obviously the hubs disappeared out 40 mil and i brought some standard arms and brought the wheels back in but then that meant the roll center kit didn't work so i got rid of it and i put some standard track ends on and it was a it was a mistake really i should have waited because if i looked through the box of bits um, the roll center correction kit came with various lengths of, you know, the bit in the middle. I don't know what it's called, the turnbuckle, I guess. It comes with various lengths. I could have changed it. And roll center is very important. Roll center is incredibly roll important. Roll center is very, extremely important. As, as, as someone that's experienced yeah. the difference it can make. Yeah, Night that's, day. It's, day. it's huge. It's huge. But not everyone can make a kit like this man can, so. Well, enough about this man. We'll, wow. we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah, okay. But I like this man. It's good. Um, so, where are we on me list of questions? Um, uh, I thought it was a weird question, but um, Ilya thought it would be a valid question. Oh God! What would how how do you what's your mindset if you? Uh, and I think it's I think it's going to be an important question for a lot. Just of read the question. <laughs> sense. God damn it! To, you don't need to rephrase it. No, no. We, we, context important. The context Con- important. Context I important. Think, I think, but for him, it would be almost irrelevant. It, okay. be, it, it may be. be. He would have no clue what it feels like. 
I, well, I, okay, I've got a feeling it's going to be something about breakages now you've said that. No, 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 no. Oh. I feel a lot of people are sort of, what was I, scared or, well, I'm not quite what the word is. Anxious. Uh, not motivated to like enter like Time Attack or any we, other we, race. Ah, okay. We touched on it uh, last, last, yeah. well, last okay. podcast a little bit. And so. I, think it, I think it's fear of not, be, not winning. Yeah, winning isn't everything. No. It is, and it's coming from me, I know. I'm... <laughs> It's, it's not everything. It's not because so what the question is. Yes. Yeah, so, um, so, in other words, um, how does it make you feel when you you don't win? Uh, Obviously, you, you've won seven out of eight this year. I know. So I know. Um, difficult, difficult. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think I, I think the the deeper part of that question is, um, I believe. I think the question goes incredibly deep because a lot of people. It does. I, a lot of people I speak to about well, why do you do it? It's all oh, my cars not ready. Um, yeah, all, no one's ever ready. Afraid of, of of not not coming out with a, a result. Yeah, I haven't got a thousand horsepower. I haven't got ten thousand pounds suspension on the car. Therefore, I am not ready. Why? No. Yeah. I had you know the, the coilovers on the car, uh, the BC um, BR coilovers on the car are six years old. They're not new. The anti-roll bar is twisted. It's that old. Um, the tyres rolled, the alignment was off. You know, if anything, you could say that, you know, the car wasn't ready at all by these people's standards because nothing on it was new or expensive enough to you know, warrant it being in time attack. But the reality of it was, it was ready. And I think if people focused more on taking part and, and, yeah. and being a part of it rather than winning outright all the time, I think we'd find that people would probably enter more often. Than, than sitting back and going, right, I need to spend this and I've got to buy this. And then they put all this pressure on themselves to buy all these things that they don't need. Yeah. Just to, because they've got it in their mind that they need these things and, and they really don't. And I think we all have mm. friends like that who are yeah. constantly in this kind of, in the loop of a building that perfect truck. Yeah. Oh, race I can't car, do time attack. I haven't got enough power. Certain things and they change them yeah. to better things before they even test it or whatever. And the car all never gets. But they so change anyway, things that, really. that yeah. frequently that yeah. they don't yeah. get used yeah. to the car. Yeah. And then they take the car out and it's like, well, this doesn't feel the same as it did because I've changed yeah. X, Y, and Z. It's like, yeah. well, leave it alone then. Yeah. Go out, drive the bloody thing exactly. and and just get used to it. Seat I mean, time. Seat time seat is time. king. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you compare how I drove the car, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, at track days, there was no pressure on there. So, you know, I could throw the car around Cadwell with reckless abandon and not really care. And I ended up being quicker around Cadwell uh, track day than I did at Time Attack because I was like nervous um, because I was like part of this. Like I've always held Time Attack in quite high regard, you know, so to, to me to be a part of it, it was, it was like, wow, I'm, I'm part of this now. I need to, you know, I'm representing time. I need to behave. Yeah. And that made me slow down. <laughs> and then I was like, no, I need to speed up. I'm at Time Attack. I need to go fast. And they just couldn't compute. And if you compare how I drove at the start of the year to how I drove at the end of the year, the different, I mean, and the car's not really changed. I mean, it's got a bit lighter mid-season. I mean, I, sh- I shed 30 kilos out of it from the start of the year to the end of the year, which isn't life-changing. Um, nothing else really changed enough to make me think the car's different now. And and But I am a damn sight fast. I mean, like I did the Cadwell track day we've just done. I did a, I mean, my lap record time at Cadwell this year was 140.8. And that was enough to take lap record in the class and the win and blah, blah, blah. But I did a 139.2 with a passenger in a track day, on a track day because I've improved so much over the year because I haven't changed the car every two minutes. I haven't gone, right, this is not good enough. I need to go from 300 horsepower to 500 horsepower. And 
these wheels aren't good enough. I'm going to change the wheels. And I did change the wheels, actually, saying that. Round seven, brands, because we had it in our minds. My rear wheels were heavy. And they, it turns out they, they wasn't. So we put the front wheels on the back and then the wheels on the front, which widened the car sort of 10 mil all round. And the car did drive weird, but then the tires were starting to show their age and I couldn't really get it to stick. So there was a change where I did sort of start to notice it because I'd done enough seat time in the car to sort of really get to know it, that widening the track 10 mil did make a difference well, to, the, to, to the negative actually. So making the car wider wasn't actually beneficial. No. I, yeah, I think I think the reason people don't take part is because they just worry too much that they're not going to be this fast, that fast, or they haven't got it's this and they haven't got that. There is always someone quicker than you, yeah, 100%. You, you, yeah. You probably can't choose a better habit to, I wouldn't say be the slowest, not really motivational, but you probably, you probably can't choose a better paddock to be the slow guy. No, because I'll support everyone, you I mean, anyway. Yeah, I mean, 2021 for me was like, I was that guy that was dead, dead, mm. dead last every single round. But you probably couldn't have found anyone with a bigger, with a bigger smile on the face. Yeah. Like you said, I've always held time attack in, in high regard. You know, it's the, the championship that's always been for me because you can build what you want mm. to a certain degree within certain limitations, but at the same time, not have a risk. Well, probably not so much in your case. <laughs> uh, but, but without a risk of being shunted at the side of the yeah, corner yeah. or something as if you were thought to racing. Um yeah, and I, I I think the question here is is just take your car on, take your shit box. Yeah, don't matter what it is. Pull up, yeah, just pull a bucket seat car and just just go drive it. Don't fret about the the three hundred horsepower turbo bill and the four engines to begin with. Just get out there, compete and then mm -hmm. just develop the car as you go along for the year. Um, you know. The car will tell you what it needs. Yes, and the, well, I, mean, I wish cars could talk. I wish you could have told me that too for years. <laughs> um, the car will tell you what it needs. But yeah, definitely, I think. So, so yeah, I mean, finishing second or third, it's been great for me all year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I just done that top step once. Yeah. Um, hey, it was well earned. But, and that's, um, that's, the, that's the thing. How do you feel about coming second and third? Because we are such a close-knit paddock, yeah. it didn't make a difference to me. Yeah. I was just as pleased... To see you take the top step as I was. I mean, people who people are watching us, listening to, listening to us, who, who know our particular history. Yeah, very in particular. Um, yeah. You know, do you want to go into detail for people who don't know? Just um, like in few minutes. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, too long didn't read. We worked together. We had a massive falling out. We hated yep. each other for a fair amount of years. Yeah, a few years. And, we, and now you're friends again. Yeah. Okay. We, Next. We, <laughs> we, we unexpectedly uh, booked on the same day uh, track day at Cadwell. Yeah. I, I was there. You, you were? Was there. I we took were. you for a few laps then, back then. Yeah, and then yeah, we yeah. sort of shook hands and just sort of like washed the last yeah, what, five or six years yeah, underneath yeah. the road. Yes, yeah, did. It's been the fucking best thing, I think. I've yeah. ever done in my life, to be honest. Yeah, because I see you roll up to a track day and I, and, and I, 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 yeah, I remember you driving by and it's like, oh, he's got, he's I, you went down for noise yeah, tests. Yeah. And I remember thinking to myself at the time, because obviously, I, I, you know, I've not, I'd not spoken to you for a long time. Um, but when everyone ever mentioned your name, I always said, you know, he's doing really well. I'm really proud well, of I him. Think, I think now, you know, we had some friends in the background that were unintentionally being. The divisive, yeah, yeah divisive they, they didn't need to be. Need nah. to be and was both being told the wrong. Well, thing yeah, exactly. Well, we found this out this year, haven't we ourselves? Yeah. You know, we've, we, we've, you know, there's, there's, there's been, there's been the odd comment made here and there, and, and I, 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 don't, I don't care. I mean, yeah, I don't. It's, it's been mentioned a lot to me. It's like you know, 
Why not? I'm 33. <laughs> Life's too fucking short yeah. to hold grudges and stuff and yeah. fucking get up. And me, it's, it's been a pleasure this year. Yeah, it's, it's been, been fantastic. Been fantastic year. Fucking loved it. And obviously for many, many years to come, providing we still mm. stay in the championship with car I'm driving next year, which goes on to, I suppose that rolls nicely the next There you go, yeah, you see. What are your plans for next year? What are I, do, do, yeah. I know, like that, Professional. Professional. What are my plans for next year? Now, this is quite ironic, because I've just said, don't do much, just get out there and drive it, get used to it. But I am changing everything. Fucking everything. <laughs> yeah, so the aero package is going in the bin. Uh, and it's got a new one. Uh, the engines, it's not going in a bin because, I mean, it SR, works. It, it works, but it's getting changed. The internals are going to be completely so different. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm coming back with, uh, I'm going from 310 horsepower to 500 horsepower for next year. So no more Chinese turbos? No more Chinese turbos. I have. Garrett? I've got a whole set which came from. Um, a Volvo. It came, uh, well, actually. It came from AJ again uh, because and, uh, he did. He did. So he um, he he blew his. I don't know what. what he's, he had his. We we. There was a perfect opportunity while he laid under that car and you didn't take it and I'm I'm disappointed in you. But never mind. We we we, we could try again. Um, no, he had his turbo failed him because the oil feed line backed off at Snetterton in one of the races and it seized oh, up. I do remember that. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then he put a, he had a Chinese turbo, but his wasn't as successful as mine because he also used a Chinese oil feed line which melted with the heat and closed up, which obviously then seized the turbo up and that killed that. So, and, and we converted his internal gate car, which was a T3 flange, whatever the bloody hell it was, I can't remember. On on the Saturday, bearing in mind qualifying and race one for modified Fords were on the Saturday. And on that Saturday, we spent the time remaking the manifold, fitting this HY35 that we'd taken off a Sora that was outside, modified that to run external gate, got an external gate fitted, made an exhaust, redid all the intercooler pipes and got him out for race two at Cadwell. And to see a 1.6 EcoBoost spool a HY35 whole set was hilarious because you see him go down the straight, pootling, and then all of a sudden you see the turbo kick and it just disappear. It was like something like Back to the Future where it just... But he couldn't keep it in boost. Every time he stayed down for a corner, he's like, wait for it, wait for it. And it was that classic, like that, that meme with the, the horse and the carp, the horse is on a piece of string and it represents turbo like, and then that was AJ. Yeah. And then we got him, once we'd done that season, if you like, in the modified Fords, we got it over and done with. It was like, right, the whole set's got to go. I need something more suitable for your car. So I told him to get a Pulsar 2860R with the T51R mod, which sounds... Uh, what would key the T51R? Oh, you should die. AJ's car sounds like a Subaru WRC it's car. It's just like having like an old geezer sounding car and constant whistle. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds brilliant. No, I can't like a Pulsar Turbo. Nope. Um, no, I, 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 I partner of the spicy micro but um yeah cracking unit yeah fantastic it's not an aj any 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 wrong whatsoever it's been, so so been brilliant. what are you doing with the car then okay okay back so to my car getting uh, so, aero yeah aero changes i've i've got new tires okay Wee, bigger size or same size same size i've finally ar1 again uh, i know it's open tire choice next year but i am not going to the ao52 because in my size they're sort of like 330 yeah, quid each yeah. I, it's just not worth it and then they, they don't have the life an AR1 has supposedly I don't know I haven't used them 
So if I think, I, he, I think they heat cycle better though. I think that's why everyone yeah. likes. Yeah, them. maybe so. I mean, I mean, someone out there is going to be on Air 52s. The next outright year. grip on 52s is is better than on Air ones. It's supposedly uh, a second they, lap. They, they they obviously have have the issues. I mean, one main issue is they're expensive. They almost double the price. Yeah, yeah, no, not far off double. The, yeah. the, uh, the sizes are limited. So for example, in mine in 15, nothing apart from Air One is available in 275s. And if I were to go to a far superior tire, but smaller size, I honestly don't believe that's going to be beneficial at a double the cost. Yeah, so but like, yeah, well, that's true. One, so it's good enough. The thing is, we know ARONs now, yeah, don't we? Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. We know what they can do. We know how far we can push it. And then that's experience that you'd have to regain next year. Yeah. How far can you push an AO52? And then you have to relearn your car at each yeah. circuit and it's just not worth it. And with us going to Anglesey next year, um, Anglesey is. So it's, it's going to be moist. Yeah, it's going to be moist, and and we know AR1s work, and we know AR52s do, but we know the AR1s are. But Anglesey is supposed to be quite aggressive, oh, yes. four tires. Oh, yes. And if I get a brand new set of AR52s, and after round two, I've now got to spend another twelve hundred quid on tires. I'm not oh, going to be very oh. impressed. I mean, if, if, whatever <laughs> happens for Anglesey, I'm taking my old ones from this season. I'm not ruining them at Anglesey because Anglesey oh. literally. It, it, it's so abrasive because of the the sea and the the, the tarmac is really extremely abrasive. So you can kill a whole set in one day, easy. So I'll be, I'll be buying yeah. some second hand. There you yeah. go. You see, that's another thing people. Yeah, we have two days there, so yeah, you would. Yeah, I'm gonna buy some second hand because yeah. it's common size two five five forty seventeen mines on. So I'm gonna buy. Gonna get a spare set, and then I might just go out on the new ones in the final only, where it matters. If if I'm that dedicated to it, which if you take my track record this year, being dedicated to it. Probably won't. It's like, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the my that's been my attitude all year. I mean, like brands, I was asleep before the final. Stop touching the microphone. I know what happened. I know what happened. I cannot see this because of depth of field. Ah, so big hand and the excuses. And I just did that because it, it just did the perspective. Anyways, so <laughs> I, I'm sure all of our uh, lovely listeners really want to know: Are you gonna actually paint the car for next season, or are you gonna leave this sort of 2023 winning patina? Oh, a rough and ready and just lacquer over the top. Nope. The, the 2023 patine look is going in the bin. Uh, I've got a complete livery for the car for next year in a very vibrant set of colours. Oh, so it's going to stand out like a sore thumb or like, I don't know. It's going to stand out. That was the important or, thing. It needs to stand out. Council truck with Hive's. Yeah, that's probably more like it. Given, I mean, that was this year, wasn't it? With the fluoro yellow bits. It's like, look at me with my Hive's, you know, wing mirrors on. But no, this year, next year, sorry. Um, yeah, full livery. Um, not fully settled on the design, but there's a full livery on the car. Fantastic, fantastic. Uh, I reckon leave it, leave it at that. Yeah. Let's not go into any more details. Can't wait to see. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> Big things coming. Yeah. Big, yeah. Can't. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, obviously, we're getting towards the end of the podcast now. And mm-hmm. people are still listening. If you are, give me a... Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, obviously, this this podcast is mainly focused around Tyler Tap. So, what is your most memorable... So, let, let, let's split this, actually. What is your most memorable UK Tyler Tap car? And what is your most all-time favourite... Time Attack car. Um, it competed in UK Time Attack, but it's not a UK, UK Time Attack car, uh, which is annoying. Because I, I, I'm a massive fan of La Supra. 
Yeah, the Lancia Delta thing with the TJ. Yeah, it? yeah, it's basically a Toyo Supra in a Lancia Delta. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, and it's, I remember seeing it at Cadbos. Yeah, it was, yeah. Joy, only... uh, Joy of Machine? I yes, that's the wrong yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that one. that's the machine it, in, in blue. It fantastic car. Yeah, Rupert Cadwell, if I remember correctly as well. Oh, bless it. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> I that, have no idea what car you're talking about. It is basically a Lancia Delta where he cut the guts out Built like my micro really cut the guts out, built space frame underneath it, put an unnecessary amount of power through it, and then it was just fantastic. There you go. It just because it's a, and then because I, I sort of looked at that car and got that that's that's what I want to do. That's why it's become sort of like my idol, and now I'm sort of doing the same thing. So it's pretty much what I'm planning to do with the ladder, I guess. Yeah. There we go. So we're all like yeah. space frame friends. So you've got a, a no, car. Well, I, I can't have a space frame because then I'm, I don't want to go into pro extreme. Why not? Because pro extreme. But then you'll be up against me. Yeah, but then if you ask me that question about second, third winning, I'll tell you, it's you either first or you're last. Chicken oh, bake. Yeah. <laughs> I need to win stuff. I can't. Uh, I you wait first, you last. That's uh, okay. I feel <laughs> disappointed in myself. Oh, uh, you best of you. Okay, you best avoid pro extreme then, because I ain't letting yeah. nobody pass me. Yeah, yeah. And I just got to, like, uh, I mean, Norris is going to eat me, but I just kind of have to wait for him to break, I guess. And then just win by default. Anyway, so uh, most memorable worldwide time attack car from any time attack. Any time attack game. series, um, memorable. I have a I have a current favourite, and for for I mean, there's absolutely no bias whatsoever. But it's it's um, Andrew Hawkins Jet Two Hundred, because it's. You know what? I have to agree. I've watched the Jet Two Hundred, but it's pretty. It's yeah. I mean, if you look at his car, and look at my car. There's some some similarities. I honestly thought you were going to say under Suzuki. So yeah, the S15. Yeah, yeah, Jet, yeah, Jet 200 for me. Because I mean, don't get me wrong, under Suzuki's car is like bonkers, but Jet 200 for me because it's been going for a long time. I followed it for a long time, and to have an S14 and sort of, I suppose, following his footsteps because he's like world time attack S chassis guy, and now I'm UK time attack S chassis guy. So I feel like you know, friend, oh friend, oh friend, and yeah. So that that would be that would be my pick. I yeah, yeah. I do watch uh, Motive, Motive, Motive DVD, yeah, yeah. I do watch the updates on that. I can't watch most of the stuff, but I do like, I do like especially like the World Time Attack stuff. Mm. Um, one thing you touched on there, which I don't think we've actually discussed in this, in this in podcast, is your other car. So give, oh. give us... Give what's us your a, daily, yeah? Give us... Oh, the, oh, oh, what's your daily? Oh, the daily? Well, I was all about that car. Oh, okay. What is your daily? The daily Audi S4. Just uh, this, this supercharged noises. You know, every time you put it down, you go... Wee! And everyone loves everyone loves a wee. Everyone wee? loves everyone loves a wee. Okay, so what was your question? Then? Um, your other build. The other build. Oh, the other build. The other I. Build. It's quite a special build. It is quite a special build. I like you. I'm a micro fan. I like you. We I. Know you like we him, are. But I like we are. You. you like we me? We are twinnies. You like Schmurz? Um, <laughs> very nice. Very nice. <laughs> How much? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to say the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll draw a line. What's line draw <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so I have a Micra 2, if you can still call it that. <laughs> well, if you can still call it I that. I won't be boasting about that, mate. Well, right, okay, then bring your Clio. Let's, let's have it. Uh, I mean, it's not running, so you kind of win by I default. Meant the, anyways, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, definitely one of them. Uh, yeah, so I have a Micra as well. K10, so we've got K11 represent. I'll do K10 represent, and it's a space frame K10 
three litre V6, massive turbo. I want to insert some pictures, by the way, if you're watching this on the tubes. Yes, I, uh, so it's a massive turbo space frame V6. Again, same BMW gearbox, so testing very good. S14 is like Test Mule. Um, it, it's ridiculously wide. I mean, I put the splitter of the S14 on the Micra this week, and the Micra is wider than the S14 splitter, and the S14 splitter is wider than the S14, so it is one chunky boy. One chunk. Yeah, he's a big old, is it? But that's a, that, that, that project, I mean, I've had that car for 17 years now. Wow. So it's been a long time, oh, I love that car to bits. Uh, it was bought for me, you know, you, you know wait for it, oh yeah, well, I, I bought my, whatever, I don't care, my mum bought me mine, it was 300 quid, it had six months MOT, it worked and I didn't care. And she thought I'd get rid of it and I didn't. And it was kind of like the basis of everything I do now because when I wanted to do something, you couldn't, like if I had a 106 or a Fiesta, I could go and buy a strut brace or a manifold. But when it came to Micras, no one did nothing. So I had to make everything. And because I had to make everything, I've then become what I am now is as a make, do and not make do. I, I fabricate things because I can now because of the Micra. So yeah, it's quick. It's, it's a... It'll be an awesome car when I finally get it done. Everyone keeps telling me to pull my finger out and stop, stop, you yeah, know. Pull your finger out. Yeah, stop talking about it and get it bloody built. Well, I, the, only problem that, the only problem that is, like, you know, going back earlier when we said just, just put a seat in it and take it for a spin, yours is a bit too far away from just putting the seat it in it. It is a little bit too far away. Yeah. And, and, yeah, unless, you, unless you got not, towed around the yard and bumped on yeah. noises. I mean, I did, I did, when it first rolled, I did, I pushed it, I put the camera, I held the camera at the side of the wall and pushed it out of the workshop. Um, and what I failed to remember is it's downhill out that door and I sort of filmed it and I was determined to like wait until it had gone out of shot and then I had to get up and leg it because the car's run off down the car park so you know it's done more mileage without anybody in it in its current state than it has with somebody in it so yeah it's a long way off driving the, the engine's in the gearbox is in the wiring's there the fuel tanks are coming I mean it's, it's I want the engine to make a noise by the end of the year and then I'll get it to we, move after. You've not got long to go. I know. I know, and I'm dragging Three my weeks. heels. And, uh, no, four weeks. It's, it's not a lot. It's not a lot of time at all. But then knowing how, like, the wiring loom is 95%. The fuel tanks are sort of halfway there. And I haven't got an intake manifold, but it is in, like, the digital realm of CAD. Um, but I, sh I don't need that. I could just bolt a standard one on just to make get it to make a sound. And then I'd probably have the enthusiasm and they're like, oh, my car makes a noise. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, going to get yeah. on with it now. I mean, that, that was something you told me a while ago. It's like, get it running and then you'll get yeah, it finished. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. support. I think if you've got a project car that's been natural stands for years, it's in peace. I think as soon as you, even if it, even if like the wiring loom's draped over the engine through the, the windscreen aperture because the windscreen's removed and it gets mm -hmm. running, I think your motivation um, just goes through the roof. Um, which is why one of the thing, one of the first things that we're going to do with the Honda is let's just get it running with the yeah. engine just sat in there get it running um, I think once a car moves under its own steam the motivation starts to skyrocket then I'm looking forward to seeing this and my micro done because those two haven't seen each other for like, nine years yeah, well that, that was a different one was it uh, yeah. oh yeah that, 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 was... that was um MDF that was on pepper pots, wasn't it, or whatever they're called? Yeah, mini pepper pots from the uh, Mablethorpe yeah. auto solo that we did. Do you miss that car? That's 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 how me and Eden met. We did an auto test together, yeah, yeah. and I didn't know Eden at the time. And I just I just remember pulling up and thinking, Paul Lee was there as well. He was, yeah. 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 There's like, oh, a car guy here. There's a car guy here. That's you know I knew Paul. Obviously, Paul's a good friend of mine and a good friend of yours. And 
and I remember thinking, oh, that's a car guy. I wonder what, you know, he, this is going to be cool because it's another car guy. And and you ended up taking a trophy. I ended up taking a trophy. And then Paul I mean, was taking the trophy is a bit of things. Like, the entire attack with time to the thousands of a second in this particular autocross because of the the rules around yes. the auto solo, we was only allowed to time to the nearest whole five seconds. Five <laughs> seconds. Yes. So I, I, I dare say I wouldn't, but like... Were it, you using like a send, send watch? No, 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 it's just, just the way the rules were. Yeah. Because if it had been timed to a second, it'd be considered a, like a proper MSC. It's, it's, it's doing event. insurance. Yeah. If if, mm. if you time to like a thousand seconds, you've got to have the appropriate insurance and marshals mm. in place. And it was more meant to be sort of like a taste today. Yeah, just um, get people involved. Yeah, sort of get people involved. And because of that, I mean, we did, if I remember correctly, we did we did the auto solo, which is the only bit I was really interested in. We did basically, if I remember correctly, it was a blindfolded slide. Yeah, where someone directed you through. It was yeah. just kind of, Strange, but it was fun at the same time. It was fun at the same time, and the, the, the bit that completely threw me off was the bit where we shot um, toy guns out of the car. Yeah, obstacles. and threw old fan belts over cones. Yeah, I was like, I, yeah. I got, I got told off on that event because I had Robbie wrapped his arm with the harness, leant out the window, and he was like leaning over to throw the cone. But obviously, when I was doing the hairpin bit, because my car was so stiff, I went round and I was, leaning, I was on two wheels going round that, and it's like, can you slow down because you're going to fall it's, over? It's a, it's a real shame you actually go under that bit of land. Yeah. Big plans incoming. Um, <laughs> so, um, time attack, what is the... Obviously, you've done a year, you've done a full season now. Mm-hmm. You've been on the watching from the fence for years previous. What is the one... So, now, now you've done a year competing, what is the one thing you would change? About time attack. About time about, attack. About time attack. Um... Well, shall we shall we say uh, rephrase it slightly? So not I swear to God, if you mention live stream, I'm going to throw this bottle of water. <laughs> Go on, do it, do it. The gauntlet's well, been laid. One thing that you feel would improve time attack. Improve. Yeah, yeah, that's probably better worded. I'll give you that one. Okay, I'm still going to throw this water at you if you mention live stream. We all uh, know what it means. <laughs> well, we all know what we want. I, I don't want water thrown at me either. So I mean, water is empty. So uh, I ain't open mine yet. So. Uh, I'll, I'll sort that out. Uh, to be fair, you haven't been a part of Time Attack I've not when yet. it was live stream. Yeah, so yes. you don't I'll really know. Yeah, I haven't been a part of it when it was live streamed. So, I, you know, the only reason I'd say it, it could should be live streamed is for the benefit of everybody looking in. They can, they can actually, because you can't travel to every circuit to watch it. No, it's not. It's, it's not as if we've got a pull of F1. Yeah, it, yeah. We, we don't have that kind of crowd. We're not. We're not, we're not Kim, Il- uh, Kim Ilman. Yeah, if you want the crowd, I mean, it's good for sponsors, partners, and whatever else. Because if if I mean, like uh, you, you guys have quite a number of sponsors, and and uh, you know, <laughs> uh, you've got that. Yeah, well done. <laughs> Because uh, I know I, 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 my ass is sore though. Uh, yeah, I can. I, you well. Barely sit down. Well, you got to pay them back somehow, I guess. And then yeah. some some people have different ways of doing it. But I actually carry a small bottle of lube with me all yeah. the time. Pale, like, pale gingers need oh, not apply. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Daddy. <laughs> oh no! All I can hear is Kate Bush again <sighs> from Brands. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. So yeah, for people looking in, if you're looking to like. If, if you're on that side of the fence where you're sponsoring the event or partnering the event, it's great exposure for you and your product and your and your your name, your brand. I've done it as a business this year with my business name on the car. I mean, I know um, you guys have your names on your car. We do it to get a name out there. That's why we do it. Other than other than competing and enjoying it. Um, so, so you are saying live stream? Right? I am. Right. Okay. I am. Next, without actually saying it. Aside from the live stream. Aside from the live stream. 
Is there anything else they can improve on? What stop, would you like to see? Stop shortening my sessions. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, stop it. Stop it. I mean, if, if the Honda crashes, the Honda gets a short set. Don't don't punish me. It's not yeah, my fault. It's pretty annoying. Because I got, you know, we, we rent out. I mean, it is what it is. I know they've got timetables to run to and they do a fantastic job of doing it. I mean, I don't know how they did that. They, they didn't run a minute over for brands. I don't know how they did it. I mean, it was, it was fantastic. I think they hadn't. No, there was ones. We were ahead of time at Stetter, if I remember correctly. They had yeah, about 10 minutes early. Yeah, we, it, was, yeah. it was crazy. They did a fantastic job. So, you know, as far as the organisation team, fantastic. They do their bit. Um, yeah, stop shortening my bloody sessions. Because, like, Alton, I was knocking a second off a lap, each lap in qualifying. I was like, I'm going to get you, boy. I don't know if you would have got uh, and, then in the, and then in the end, I said, I cock. With the newness of being on AR1s in the wet, I didn't have enough time. And that 12-minute session really hurt me. And, uh, and uh, yeah, had it have been the length, it would have been, I'd, I'd, maybe the result wouldn't have been different. But for me, the time would have been different. So aiming at it next year, I would have had a better time to aim at. Yeah. That's the thing you've got to mention for, you know, like flow back to the people that don't want to do it. Just do it anyway for yourself. And then you've got time to aim at next year. And if you're not first, if you're still five seconds faster, you're still five seconds faster. Anyway. If you went first, you last. Ricky also, Bobby. I feel like I need to mention this. You don't have to do a full season. No, you don't. You no, single round entry. One round. And yeah. the single round entry, the rules are so relaxed. You don't need to have those special lights at the back. You don't need special. No, you still need a license, I think. Yeah. But you apply online. So, so well, you change it. Yeah. The only thing you don't need is the, the rain mark. Mm. Anyway, single round entry. Yeah, you do that and it's... You, compete and then you see yeah. if you like it and yeah get a taste for it get a taste for the pattern pretty much everyone i know who did a single round entry ended up doing more than one yeah i think i think mark roberts was one of them i think he only intended on doing cabla oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, then yeah. he ended up doing a full season yeah. and i'm glad he did he loved it, he loved it. but he it, it helped him out best paddock so yeah 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah because yeah. um i think that's yeah. about it um i think that's uh pretty much last of the questions is so before we wrap up this podcast would you do you probably kind of already did thank yourself because you were sponsoring your own car but do you have any other sponsors uh friends sponsor anyone else mm. would like to thank um uh my 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 pit crew aj, AJ how yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah my, my my pit crew are fantastic this year um if that's what you want or if that's what we want to call them yeah aj tom lewis Oh God! Who else was there? I feel like I've just forgotten everybody that helped me out. But they, George, Neo Tire, who ended it's up okay. being. It's okay. Uh, You're being put on the spot. Yeah, like, I forget. Easy to forget. Things. Yeah, I forget but, uh, the sponsors, even though you kind of you you make videos about that. Sometimes I'm like, uh, who who did I miss? And you always miss somebody. So yeah, don't worry. Just they say did. everyone who helped. They did. Yeah. They, they, as they, long they, as you apologize on the camera and say I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. Yeah. But, but I, I love you. you. I love you but long I love time. You. But I love you long time. Christmas card. Yeah, that's it. I got no fucking Christmas cards yeah. now. But they, they, they know full well. I, I really appreciate. It. Even though I am or can be, one Marty diva like Alton. I was a miserable bitch. <laughs> I was hard work. Yeah. Also cold and wet. And I, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I got there it's late. It was raining. It's cold and, and wet. You, and you put camping in, and I'm putting a tent up in the rain, and I'm going to sleep in a wet tent in a wet sleeping bag. Yeah, that, that was not nice for you this year. No, and I wasn't well. I'd done too many hours at the workshop, which is a fucking stupid idea. I'd done too many hours, so I was tired, and then I was wet, and then it made me ill. And there's my racing driver's excuses for second place, Alton, all right? So that, that's, that's, them, that's them all Fair out there. Accepted. Yeah, and, uh, and, but, Whatever, man. Uh, if it wasn't for those guys, I wouldn't have 
been there at all. And I want well, to thank you two as well for being very welcoming and, and, and encouraging me to go, well, encouraging me to take part, be a part of it, making me feel like a part of the crew, part of the ship. I just, in, I just, in the I garage. just wanted that crew slash team this year and quite mm. happy that we achieved that. Yeah. We had a good knit of people. Yeah. Obviously, the fourth member changed in between rounds. Yeah, we had we had we had we had Radu stand for a few, didn't we? And then we had yeah. then we, we had him out. yeah, we kicked him out. Then we had, <laughs> we had Gra- AJ twice. We had AJ. Oh, no, no, we had AJ. Alton. Yeah. Yeah. Alton. Yeah. Alton. Yeah. Alton. Yeah. Yeah. Alton. Yeah. Yeah. Alton. Yeah. 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 Still working over people's cars. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Because he, 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 his car was flawless, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, he had he had, he had one drive shaft issue, and because he keeps having CV boots come off, I think oh, it's yeah, a front yeah. wheel drive car thing. I don't know. Um, and he just filled it with grease from his old CV. He bought a spare drive shaft, emptied the CV grease out of that into his other one, cable tied it up and s- sent it. Yeah. yeah, he's good. Old, he's good. Old boy. Fantastic. There we go. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's it. So I, mean, yeah. I think we've offered on long enough. Yeah. Um, thank you very much for those of you. Oh, oh steady again. Anyways, so I, we got I think this one, left. this one is still this working. working. This one is still working. We need to improve our game a little bit. All the cameras need. I mean, to I mean the audio is definitely improving. Hopefully, if this is recorded yeah, properly. But <laughs> we, just, we definitely need to improve our battery situation because yeah, this yeah. thing is already on one bar. And yeah. Anyways. Guys, thank you very much for those of you who watched the entire episode. If you watched only half of it, uh, still thank you. Um, don't forget to subscribe. Definitely like this video. Share it with your nan and auntie or whatever. And Andy, thank you so much yeah, for coming. Thank you very much for coming You're on. Welcome, boys. You've thank been you a great for support. Me. Thank you so much for in-depth uh, answers to the majority of questions. Um, yeah. I try. We'll see you guys on the next one. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye for now.